Hello, welcome back to the Loudest Sprints podcast that focuses on real experiences from using agile methodologies and on the challenges faced by software development teams. My name is Ro and I will be your host. In this episode, we'll talk about vertical stories and how they are essential for a true agile experience. When companies and their teams first adopt agile practices, it is quite common that the agile processes are quickly adopted, but the way of working is still the good old waterfall. And I guess this happens naturally since for a long time all of us got used to work and think that way. And this is actually reflected on different aspects of, uh, of agile, and for sure we'll show other examples of these on future episodes. But one of the most common cases of disguising waterfall as agile is a story creation or story slicing. Uh, the agile approach is to slice the work into small vertical user stories that deliver a very small but focused part of the application and that part is fully functioning end-to-end. So this vertical term comes from the analogy with a the, with the cake, where the cake is the, the system we want to deliver. So instead of building each full layer, one after the other, we build the cake slice by slice, with each slice containing all the layers in the cake. So the idea here is to be able to deliver a complete slice of the cake very early in the process, way before the, the whole cake is even complete. So talking again about software development, what Agile focuses on is on reducing as much as possible the time to market. So by having these vertical stories, besides potentially representing a competitive advantage, we can also reduce the feedback cycle. So in start, uh, we start getting feedback very early in the process. Uh, this way we can incorporate the feedback we, we have received in the planning and the development of the rest of the system. That could mean small changes or even a complete change in, in the priorities. Uh, so the most important conse consequence here is that in each sprint, the team can work on what gives more value to the user. So since each vertical story alone delivers value, using vertical stories also avoids that uh, if the priorities suddenly change, uh, the work spent on the stories done so far is not wasted. Uh, in terms of product management and also planning, uh, vertical stories are also essential to make forecast easier. Since we know the value of each story for the user, uh, we can more easily forecast when each functionality is going to be delivered without having to, to, to think of for all or to consider all the stories to be done and then integrated. But also it is quite straightforward to know which functionalities would be left out if uh, time, resources, or prioritization change. On the other hand, being a product owner myself, I also appreciate how vertical stories help, for example, communicating with stakeholders and managing their expectations. Since uh, each story relates to an end-user functionality, all communication can be based on the fun functionality to be delivered instead of in, on implementation details for which uh, may not be clear what the value is. Uh, but despite of all the positive sides of vertical user stories, uh, one of the most common agile anti-patterns is to have uh, horizontal stories instead of vertical. Uh, this is particularly common on teams that are new to agile methods. Uh, first thing we learn when we start using, for example, Scrum for the first time, uh, is that we work in sprints and the work 
uh, in the backlog is put into stories. Uh, so the first approach approach of most uh, most teams is okay, no problem. We create a story for each component, and what happens then is that the team ends up with a bunch of stories done that will not add any value until they are integrated. Uh, does that sound familiar to you? Like building several components and integrate them all together in the end so that we can finally get some value? It seems that we are just talking or doing agile all over again. And the funny thing here is that this usually feels okay for most teams new to agile, exactly because it feels familiar. And this is normal and expectable, and we need to understand the way software engineers think. They focus on the tasks that need to be done in order to achieve a final goal. It is more the product owner's responsibility to maximize the value delivered by the team. And as such, he or she should help the team to focus on the final scope and find out how that, uh, that can be sliced into small deliverable units. Uh, with time, this will for sure become more a uh, more natural way of thinking for the team. But even for teams that understand very well the reasoning behind the vertical story and, um, and how it should be used and what are the advantages, even for those teams, there are challenges when slicing work vertically. The cake analogy is so commonly used to explain uh, what the vertical slice sees is actually not the most accurate one. Most software systems are better represented by an iceberg, with most of the implementation work staying under the water, not really visible to the user. So in these cases, it, it can become quite a challenge to slice the entire system with all slices offering value to the end user. And I guess in these situations, it is quite common to create technical stories or enabler stories. So these are stories that, uh, contrary to what happens with a user story, they contain only technical implementation work that uh, by itself alone uh, will not add any new use case or change an end user functionality. It is quite tempting for teams to solve uh, uh, the problem this way. Um, however, enabler stories should be the exception and not the rule. Otherwise, what can happen is that the team will end up with a lot of enabler stories done but no value will be created until a user story integrates all these enablers to finally offer a new functionality to the user. Again, the team would be falling back to, to waterfall hidden behind an agile process. So instead, teams should challenge themselves and try to create vertical user stories even on situations like that. And even if uh, those user stories are very thin in terms of the, the user functionality, um, they should, should still do it. And then with time, that will become more natural and it will be much easier uh, for the teams to identify real exceptions that deserve an enabler story. Another challenge uh, usually comes from the fact that there is sometimes uh, a misunderstanding that uh, each story is supposed to be assigned to a single developer in the team, uh, which would have to have knowledge in all the layers needed to implement a vertical story. Well, uh, the idea of Agile is actually that the full team is responsible for each story. That means that several developers can and, and probably should uh, work together in the same story. In fact, the team should try to keep the number of stories in progress low so that they can reduce the risk of reaching the, the end of the sprint with a lot of stories started 
but no story finished and therefore no value given to the user. So instead, developers can use pair programming or other code development strategies or can simply identify independent tasks in the story and work separately on those tasks. So to wrap up, uh, when we use the term user story, we are precisely expressing the fact that the story is created from the perspective of a user and that when implemented, it will deliver a very concrete and precise functionality to the user. So regardless of how challenging vertical slicing can sometimes be, and doing it is actually essential to departure from a waterfall way of working to a more agile approach where every sprint delivers value to the user. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Share your comments and let me know your view on vertical stories. See you all again on the next episode.